Welcome to the Meet Me podcast, a podcast all about our multifaceted human nature and constant journey through self-discovery with personal stories and insights around trauma, motherhood, relationships, spirituality, and individuality. I'm your host, Michelle Malik. Thanks for listening. Hi again, welcome back to another episode of the Meet Me podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Malik. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm so excited to finally sit down and talk about this topic of manifestation. Again, it is something I have been putting off for a while as I'm in a little bit of a messy road to my manifestations coming to light currently, but I really wanted to share the story of some of my recent successes with manifestation and also where I'm at currently, what it is that I'm learning and how I'm readjusting based on the lessons that are being shown to me so that I can come back to my manifestations with clearer intention and trust in myself, my capabilities, what it is that I want to call in. So before I dive into all of that, I I did want to share just a few like basic foundational things that have really helped me getting more confident and aware of the power that my manifestations can hold. And one of the starting places really is building up your intuition. You know, our intuition is such a guiding light. It is that inner knowing, that inner sense, that gut feeling, you know, our sixth sense that we have that really allows us to filter through what is for us and what is not. And by developing our intuition, it really just helps manifestations come through much clearer so that we have that really clear vision of where it is we want to go. Because manifestation can't really work if you are unclear about what it is that you want. And one of the main things that has helped me in just developing my intuition, my sense of self, and and something that was recommended to me very early on in my spiritual journey was paying attention to synchronicities. Synchronicities have played a really key factor in my life um, in regards to just helping me feel like I'm on the right path, that I'm headed in the right direction. Even along my manifestation journey, things were happening, you know, as things were coming to light. But even in those moments where I have been taken down a detour or things aren't quite working how I had hoped, these synchronicities tend to just bring me back to center in trusting that even if I can't see it, things are still working out for me in the long run. And these are just little signs to tell us that that they are. And when I say synchronicities, there's obviously a few different things you can look for. Angel numbers being a very popular one, right? Like 111, 222, 333. All of these numbers, they have different meanings. So whenever you you know come across them often in your life, you can take a look. I sometimes will just pop them into Google and, and see what those meanings are to see how it resonates with where I'm currently at. Other synchronicities are things that are very commonly brushed off as just strange coincidences, no big deal, like thinking about somebody and they happen to reach out to you shortly after, or maybe there's something that you see for the very first time and from then on you're seeing it constantly, or something that has happened to me a few times is there's like a specific topic of conversation that I'll have with one person 
and it's a little bit niche, a little bit specific. And then a few days later, I'll have almost an identical conversation with somebody completely unrelated who brings that topic up to me. So things like this, I just want to kind of give you a few examples to start thinking about where these show up in your life. In regards to numerology, outside of just angel numbers, if there are any specific times or numbers that you see often that have some significance to you, those also all have some sort of meaning behind it as well. For example, I see 818 very often ever since my son was born. He was born at 818 AM. So I've noticed ever since then, I will just catch it randomly when I check my phone or you know, when I'm out and about, I'll just see it. Even a lot of creatures that we see about have spiritual significance, things like hummingbirds, grasshoppers, praying mantises, butterflies, owls, depending, you know, where your geography is. There's a long list of spiritual animals and insects that have different significance as well. I have just found by paying attention to when I notice certain signs or synchronicities that I feel to be aligned with the universe, it has just helped me to feel comfort knowing that either somebody who has passed might be trying to show that they're there to support or when I'm doubting myself or questioning a direction that I need to go in, I'll, I'll often see these signs that just kind of give me that trust that I am on the right path, I'm taking it step by step, and I'm supported in my decisions. Last year especially, I would be questioning what it is I needed to do or what step I needed to take, and I'd go on a walk and a hummingbird would just fly right in front of my face. Or as soon as I would sit down in my backyard and start journaling, I would look over and there would be a hummingbird in our tree. And I wanted to just briefly mention something about signs and synchronicities because that has really helped me in developing my intuition, which is so, so essential in relation to manifestation. Because we can't successfully manifest if we don't have a clear vision of what it is that we want. And another tool that has really helped in starting my manifestation from the beginning is visualization. So if you meditate, for example, and you can visualize the version of yourself that has what it is that you're trying to manifest, right? Like, what are you wearing? Who are you with? What's your surroundings? Really kind of painting the picture of what it would look like to have what it is that you're desiring can be such a helpful tool in just making it a reality for ourselves. Even if it's in our mind's eye or imagination to start, just by opening that possibility in our mind that it is possible and that this is what it would look like, is so essential in starting the process of manifestation. Even things like vision boards can be so helpful for this, right? Like having something that you can actually see physically that depicts all of these different goals and aspirations that you have. You're not as much of a visual person. You know, journaling is such a helpful tool as well. Just writing out exactly all the things that you want, what it is that you want to feel when you have it, how you plan to obtain that just be aware whenever you're starting to manifest and something i am really working on myself is make sure that you leave a little bit of room for things to come into play that you can't see in your current state 
right? There are so many things that I am not aware of now that I will be aware of in the future. And so you just want to make sure that you're leaving a little bit of space for some of those gaps to get filled in through more experience, through more knowledge. You know, sometimes the universe can surprise you and just give you the things that you want in a way that you just would have never thought was possible or expected. But aside from getting clear on our manifestations and what it is that we want to call in, there's also inspired action that we have to take. We can't just pray and put that out into the ether and wait for things to just magically happen for us. We have to really embody the energy that we're trying to call in, taking baby steps even, whether it be making sure we're actively switching our mindset or if there is action like for example if you have a goal in relation to your career or education like what baby steps can you take now to work towards that and so again there's a lot of steps that are involved in a successful manifestation and so i wanted to share more details about the story with me getting laid off because it came in so perfectly down to the T. And it's so funny how as strong as I felt in the manifestation of that happening, I quickly went to doubt once things started to become questionable in my current role. A few months before I had gotten laid off, I had already been feeling like I was ready to get out of that position. I felt like it had served its purpose for me. I felt like there wasn't more for me to learn or gain from being in this role. Things just were becoming more and more stressful. Every day, it just felt like it was less and less aligned with who I was trying to become. And so I had kind of thrown out the idea that could happen to me. And I think this stemmed from the fact that I did get laid off during COVID from the same company. And although they had said, you know, it was a one-time thing that was never going to happen again, I just had this gut feeling that maybe it could because things were a little bit slower. I was also in a stressful place because my job was so commission-based and with us being so slow, I wasn't making as much money as I was used to making. So financially, I was feeling the strain. So all around, I just was ready to be done with this position. And of course, in regards to the inspired action, I was getting applications out there, putting my resume out there, but there was only so much I could do while I was still restrained by my job duties and responsibilities. So I just kept leaning on this idea that maybe I'll get laid off and I would joke about it, but then I started to get more serious. Like, no, I think this could really happen. And I started to visualize what that would look like. I remembered how the call went when I got laid off the first time and imagined how that would look for me in my current state then. But outside of just getting laid off, I also had put out there, and this was both in writing, in conversations with the people in my life, in my journaling, in my intention setting. So I really, again, was really embodying this idea that I would get laid off, but not only that, I also wanted to get a severance package, which I did not obtain the first time I got laid off because of COVID times, we had those rece recession checks, unemployment was a lot higher. So that wasn't really something that was offered. But because of the timing now, I had really wanted to make sure that I would be protected financially, that I wouldn't have a huge lapse in my paychecks. So I wanted to have a severance and I had stated that I also wanted it to cover a month's worth of salary. So that way 
I didn't have to feel too much pressure that I could fall into a job really quickly within that time frame. And within that month, I would have all the time to work on some of my other projects and passions. I mentioned that 818 um, has significance for me because of my son's birth time. And when August rolled around and I was still in my position, I had this really strong feeling that on the 18th of that month, I would be getting news of some sort, whether it be me getting laid off or me getting a job offer. Because again, I had been applying, I had a couple interviews that were very early in stages and I just thought, well, by the 18th, I'll get out of this position once and for all. And some other things that had affirmed this outside of my own feelings and intuition, I have a few card readers that I'm subscribed to on YouTube that I will watch sometimes and I'll drop their information in the description if you're curious because they have such beautiful energy, are always providing like really great guidance and I feel like their, their readings always resonate with me. But I had watched multiple readings from different readers that all had similar wording around the end of a chapter, something new coming in, um, me outgrowing an opportunity. And one of the channels that I follow utilizes numbers in her readings as well. And when she did the number portion, 818 came out. And this was a few weeks before. And so I was like, okay, this affirms that 818, I'm getting the news and it's going to happen. But Friday the 18th came and it went and nothing had happened. And I remember going into that weekend so distraught and disappointed. I went immediately to doubting myself, the universe, all the signs that I had been seeing, all the things that I had been hoping for and wondering if I was ever going to get out of that situation. And so that weekend was really difficult. Come Monday morning, the 21st, I receive a conference call and instantly I'm like brought back and I realize what's happening. And so of course, during the conference call, they tell me that I'm being laid off. It was out of their control. And then my manager proceeds to say that they received word on late Friday, but didn't want to ruin my weekend. And so decided to wait until Monday morning to tell me when I heard that it was such a huge affirmation of all of the things that I had been feeling, all the things that I put out, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm this master manifester. Even though it didn't happen exactly on 818, that's when the news came through. So it was still accurate. You know, I was really buzzing at that time. And I felt full confidence that I would find a job within a month that would give me that financial stability. I was not worried at all because again, I felt like everything I had asked for was just coming into fruition so, so smoothly. And so the job that I'm in now, it did kind of happen to fall in my lap. I didn't even apply. They reached out to me on LinkedIn. I went through the interview process and I literally signed my offer letter a month and a day from when I had gotten laid off. Again, felt so affirmed, felt so powerful in that moment that all of the things I wanted were going to come through and I was just gonna break through all of my past patterns because this new job is going was going to allow me all of the luxuries that I had wished for while pursuing my passion projects on the side, yada, yada. <laughs> and so there were a few red flags early on in my current job that I ignored because again, I was just hopeful that things were working out exactly how I envisioned. And a few weeks into the position, 
things started to really take a turn. A lot of the things that were talked about during the interview process were suddenly being flip-flopped, expectations were changing, and I found myself in pretty much an identical situation to what I had come from with my previous job. And when this was first happening, again, I went straight to doubt. I was so distraught that I had fought so hard to get out of a certain situation. Now I'm right back in it, you know, questioning it, my decision-making, if I made the wrong call by taking this position, if I should have just waited a little bit longer, was my manifestation as strong as I thought if I'm, you know, in this position once again. After a while of feeling that way, I finally had to step outside of the situation and look at it for what it is. Because at the end of the day, whenever we find ourselves in some sort of repetitive pattern, like a situation that seems similar to something we thought we grew out of, there is a lesson to be learned. As I started to really break it down and look at it for what it was and try to uncover what lesson it was that I'm trying I was trying to get out of this situation, I have now come to a place where I realized that through all of my manifestations, as confident as I was in getting laid off, getting the severance, getting a job, the things that I was less confident about were in regards to my true career goals my passion projects, what I actually want to do that would make me feel fulfilled. That has been unraveling a lot recently in relation to my limiting beliefs. And so I kind of had this slap in the face where I realized that I am a powerful manifester, but I actually held myself back from getting all of the other things that I had asked for at that same time in relation to my passion projects, in relation to the things that I really cared about, because there was a part of me that still doubted that those things were possible to obtain. I kind of kept my mind in a restricted place of only manifesting things that seemed logical, quote unquote, right? I want to share this because as I'm working through this, right, like I am currently in my position. I am so grateful to have a job opportunity, to not be unemployed, to be able to support my lifestyle And that gratitude, by the way, is so important whenever we feel like things are not working out for us. There's always something to be grateful for, always something to take away from. And by pouring into the gratitude and understanding that there is something being taught to me through this experience, although I have my moments of severe stress and anxiety because there are a lot of things in my current role that don't feel aligned with me, I have to really talk myself up every day that it is temporary, that this is not a forever situation, that I'm learning, I'm growing and evolving through this. At the very least, I have received a lot more clarity. And so now I feel myself wanting to revisit what my true manifestations are, what it is that I truly want, that I feel like I deserve, that I know I am worthy of, and doing so in a manner that does not restrict me to a structure that I feel is required based on my upbringing, societal standards, all of these things that kind of try to fit us into different boxes and fit our aspirations and our goals into something that is neat and tidy and digestible by people. Through this experience, although it's painful, I have really found that it's bringing 
to the surface so many of my limiting beliefs in regards to my healing endeavors, in regards to this podcast even, really testing and challenging me to reassess what it is I really want and how I intend to get there without blocking myself before I even start. And so I wanted to share all of this just to hopefully encourage you to trust that you are capable of anything it is that you want to call into your life and to aim high and be bold and brave in the things that you ask for, the things that you aspire to, because it is all possible. It's just a matter of timing, intuition, trust, really, again, embodying it and taking those inspired actions so that it can just naturally fall into your life. It's always easier said than done, right? Because when we're feeling the strain, when we're feeling tight on money, when we're feeling like we're being pulled in so many different directions, it can be really difficult to get clarity on what it is that we want, but let alone allow for our manifestations to come from a really pure and clear and trusting place when we're constantly feeling like we have to doubt it because we feel we're not worthy or because we feel like it's not possible for us. As I'm working through these things, I am actively working on healing the beliefs that I have about myself that have been imprinted on me throughout my life. By clearing all of that that clutter and that chatter, I'll be able to manifest things just as easily as I did getting laid off for more important and more fulfilling things that I want. I also want to make it clear that, again, the manifestation doesn't just, you don't just snap your fingers and it happens overnight. This was months and months of drudgery and consistency and trust and hope and faith that things were going to come into existence the way that I envisioned it. And so when it finally did, it felt like such a huge relief. But even when things try to step in and and take us off the path or so we think there is always something valuable that can help us to come back to the path with more clarity more vision more confidence i hope that this was helpful to somebody who is trying to get things picked off or trying to catch their footing with something that they've started or trying to call in um, you know meaningful relationships whatever it is that you really want for yourself just know that it is possible but we have to get out of our own way first and then let the universe do the rest, right? We have to clear that space, take the necessary steps, and then the rest will fall when it needs to fall and when it's meant to, because it's all law of attraction. What we want wants us back. It's just a matter of clearing the way for for that to fully connect. If you get thrown a curveball like I am currently, just know that if it's something you truly want that is aligned with your highest version of yourself, it is not going to go away. It's yours for the taking. We just have to kind of get through these obstacles and, and get to a place where we feel fully embodied and able to receive it. So that is all I have to share for today. As always, I hope that it resonates and that you can take what does and leave what doesn't. If you enjoyed this episode or any of my previous episodes, please like and subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. And if you feel called to share an episode that you feel would resonate with family members or friends, somebody who needs to hear it, I love hearing from you. So you can find me on Instagram at underscore Michelle Malik. I love receiving your messages and I am so excited to share with you again soon. In the meantime, have a happy Thanksgiving and thanks so much for your time listening.
Bye.